This is only. Well, boys, welcome back. Uh, yeah, welcome back. Season three on living. Um, how you guys been since the last time we talked? It's been been a couple weeks. I haven't done anything except got that pergola. <laughs> yeah, I've been. I'm basically living in my backyard. Not really living, but just like that's where I spend all of my free time and my uh, alone time. Just in the backyard, making sure my lawn is the lawn of the neighborhood. Uh, right. My lovely friend Joe uh, actually bought me a pergola as a gift to get out of building one with me because I wanted to build <laughs> a wooden pergola, right? Just out of wood. And so that was going to come oh, up yeah. like, sometime. I remember in the pergola party. Right. Yeah. I was going to have a big old like pizza pergola party and we have all my friends there and get all, all sorts of beer and stuff and just pizzas yeah. and just have everyone come over and we can pound out this pergola. Um, but Joe is like, I don't want to fucking build one. So I'm just going to buy you one that's metal instead. And we can just put it together like an Ikea shelf or something. So he purchased it and it came in on Thursday. So he came over yesterday and we spent all day building that. And then we went to Home Depot and bought some lights and all sorts of fun stuff and like a mister and stuff and got it all installed. And now I live outside, even though it's 100 degrees. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. But that's about the extent and the happiness of my life since since we last spoke. I mean, you've moved across the country. Luke, you live on your own now. I My, my highlight is uh, actually a $300 pergola in the backyard. So that's says a lot about me. But well, also you... Adult dreams, you know? Yeah, I mean, you guys are... You guys bought that house or in the process of buying a house or that house. And so you're much better off than me and old fucking Alex. I don't know about I mean, that. I mean, yeah. to, to be young is is the right, but I don't have chickens that are producing eggs. Okay, right, I mean, and that's I guess another big discovery. We've had these chickens now since fucking March, which is what five, almost six months ago. And uh, I never thought because we started out with eleven. I don't know if you remember that we had a fucking eleven chickens, and uh, we ended up giving five away to my stepdad and my my mom, and they have their chicken shit out there at their house in spring creek so they got their first egg like three four weeks ago and so right. every day they sent me pictures of oh look how many eggs we got oh we got another egg today oh look at this look at this and becky was just like what the fuck did i like why are mine aren't producing so mm -hmm. we got our first one on friday and becky is through the fucking moon she's over the moon mm -hmm. about it she's just super mm -hmm. stoked She's in that coop every three minutes checking to see if there's a new egg. So all that to save me $3 from going to the grocery store and getting a pack of eggs myself. Can't. can't. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sitting in the corner of my room, Houston, Texas, and I'm sweating my absolute ass off. So I think you're doing a little bit better than I am here. I don't know. Mm. I, want, I want to hear a little more about that journey. I remember I saw your Snapchat journey from the start. It started mm. at like 3 a.m. Just walk us through your yeah. cross-country excursion. Yeah, man. Started at uh, started in Spring Creek at th uh, about 3.30 is when we really started. Um, and just from there, went over went over to Wells and then Wells to Ely and then down through Vegas and stuff like that. And um, wasn't bad, you know, while we were in Nevada and even Arizona. Um, Everything was good. Once we got into Arizona, though, man, the heat, like it was hot. In t it was hot in uh, Vegas for sure, 100 and 106 or whatever. But when we got into Phoenix, 
I think it hit like 113. I think that was the highest temperature that we hit all all trip was 113. And I stopped there. I stopped a couple times in Phoenix. Dude, I'll tell you what. Like, uh, my truck got eight miles of the gallon. And we went almost 1,900 miles. So do that math, and it's not good. Who went so, with? Was it just you, or did you go with people? Um, so I was. it was supposed to be just me. It was supposed to be, uh, you know, leave leave Reno on Friday and then take off from Elko for houston on monday my dad was like well you know like i'd asked him and my brother to come with me both you know like let's go down there like i'll spend a couple days in houston it'll be good kind of like boy bonding kind of thing and my brother couldn't get the time off work because they're kind of uh uh, whatchamacallit they're cracking down on people taking time off to go on trips because of coronavirus and whatnot and then um my dad was like well if you wait a week so if you if i i spent a week in elko if you spend a week in Elko, I'll go. So I did. And my dad went with me. My brother was unable to. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we spent 29 hours in the truck, just me and my dad. Ended up, the plan was to drive the entire way, just one shot, just 29 hours going. And then we got about hour 15, we were in a place called Deming, New Mexico. And we we're like, fuck this, man. We decided to, uh, out at about 10 o'clock Domingo, Mexico and woke up close to so we went to sleep around 10 10 30 and the plan was to wake up at 2 a.m and get back get back going and then 2 a.m turned to 2 30 2 30 to 3 3 30 to 3 30 and next thing we know it's 4 a.m and we're barely leaving new mexico so we had to continue the way through new mexico and ended up in el paso um right around like 6 6 30 a.m dude the trip from el paso to san antonio texas may have been the longest trip of my life it's all flat or not flat there's hills it's all just like rolling hills and it's 80 miles an hour the whole time 6 30 when we left el paso we didn't get into san antonio until 2 30 almost 3 so it was just god awful man one of the hardest drives i've had um I didn't even drive the entire way. I think I drove from El Paso to San Antonio. I drove maybe like three, four hours. And obviously I drove from San Antonio to Houston, but it was not fun. Like, it, I mean, it was a good time with my dad. You know, we had a lot of fun and uh, you know, certain times you kind of just got sick of each other, probably in the truck too, <laughs> too much close time. But yeah, dude, it was fun. It was a lot of fun uh, uh, driving Did that much with my dad. Back? He flew back on Wednesday night, so we got here Sunday, Sunday evening around seven seven thirty, and then he flew out of here from the international airport at six thirty on Wednesday. Okay. Uh-oh. Oh, and I'll tell you what, man, that was uh, like I knew it was going to be hard dropping him off at the airport, but holy <laughs> shit, was it hard! How many times have you cried in the last two weeks? Um a couple of times honestly um i cried as i drove away from the airport because we hopped out of the truck to get his bag and whatnot and then we hug each other and he's like you know just be safe and he starts kind of choking up i'm just like don't (laughs) fucking do it man like don't do it you're my dad yeah he lets out a tear or two and then i let out a couple tears and i'm just like back you know i love you and just you know the basic stuff of like thank you for 
you know, being there. And if it wasn't for my parents, man, like none of this would have ever been possible, honestly, just because, you know, they, they just raised me to kind of go after what I wanted and not take no for an answer kind of thing. And so I moved 29 hours away from them. So, even though, yeah, even though they hard. didn't want you to leave either to Reno yeah. or to fucking Texas. <laughs> yeah, so I really took no for an answer. So. <laughs> even from them. Oh, <laughs> did you guys talk about it on the did you guys talk about like uh like predator like is this really what you want to do or is he like okay we're they, like we're driving down there right now i guess it's this is oh, how dude, it's even be. even when we were in like el paso or san antonio my dad was half making jokes half serious like you know we can turn around mm-hmm. right now right like, we can do that no you know like i'm made a commitment to not only myself, but I made a commitment to Elijah down here. So, you know, I need to, uh, I'm a man of my word. So I'm going to go down there and I'm going to give it my best shot and see what happens. And, uh, um, already done that Andy. So did you guys, um, it's on like a one year lease or is it like a six month lease or what's up? Uh, with that? It's cause we were going to do six months. And then I was talking to my mom. He goes, you know, you can't, um, see everything there is to see in six months you know he goes so go for a year and see see what life has to offer because if you're if you're there for six months and you hate it and you, you know your job is shit you can't find another one you know you're having trouble making bills she's like come back and you can live with us and send him back a rent check every month because you need to go down there and you know kind of not you go down there 100 percent. you know you can't go down there oh you know I'm going to go down there, but I'll probably, you know, give it, give it 50% or 25 or 75. I will not have my heart all the way in it. So she's like, you got to go down there with your heart all the way in it. Well, I'd just be doing injustice to, to Eli. Like for God's sakes, I mean, it's a year, you know, and if you can't stick it out for a year and work some job that maybe you don't want to, like, like you can do it, you know, anybody right. can do it. And, and, and it part might be of that, difficult. Go ahead. Part of that is like struggling in a new city is like part it's, of like passage. I yeah. feel. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, and I think those are some of the best times. Like when me and Alex first moved to Reno, and like didn't really know what we were doing and figuring shit out. Like those are some of the best times because you're like everything's unknown, and so it's like you're right. going to experience that again. Now in Houston with Eli or with you know those buddies down there. Um. And it's all part of the fucking experience or the journey or, you know, your time in Texas. Exactly. And, you know, it's, it was definitely hard to kind of make that leap because it, it was relatively easier to do it in Reno because for God's sakes, it was only four hours away. And this is right. a minimum of a 24 hour drive, you know, depending on which way you go or even a six hour flight, you know, if I get a direct flight. And so <clears throat> it was definitely a lot harder of a decision. You know, some people kind of thought that maybe I kind of, I'm doing it on a whim or maybe I'm just kind of gallivanting, you know, oh, screw it. I'll find it. You know, it was very much so thought out, you know, I mean, I told you about it, Luke, back in January, how, you know, kind of thinking about it and I wasn't hundred percent sure on if I was going to, or, you know, um, um, well, you were looking at all sorts of places, like, uh, you know, like, and, and I've told a bunch of people this, I was just talking to Molly, I think last night, at Nick's wedding or Nick's wedding, Nick's birthday, um, about, <clears throat> you know, you move and whatnot. And I was like, yeah, I'm like, Alex knew. I remember when we signed our lease, 
last year, so a year ago, pretty much, that you were like, eh, I don't know. But then you you got into a, you know, you had a girlfriend at that time. So I think that's kind of what kept you around. But then after that kind of fizzled out, it was like, okay, there's really nothing for me to hear. Um, and your end goal is to move back to Elko, but, you know, you're still young and you realize that and you're like, I'm only 23, I'll be turning 24. Um, like, let's go do something else before settling in uh, Elko with the rest of my family. And it was like, Texas is a pretty viable option just because I at least know somebody there or know a group of guys down there. Um, but you were like, I was like going for you to do, to like go outside of the United States, you know? Because like, if, yeah, if I remember we, really... we sat down for. Go ahead. I mean, I just like not too long before I moved, me and you had sat down and was pretty much planning for me to try to move to New Zealand. Right. And exactly. So it's honestly, like still, still to this day, it's, I, I wouldn't mind it, you know, after this lease is up or, yeah. you know, where I am, but yeah, New Zealand is like, I'd love to, you know, I'd love to kind of go and explore. But at the same time, you know, there's, there's a part of my heart that's that I guess you could say that wanderlust where I want to go out. I want to, you know, a different place every year, like, or every, every month, like let's go spend a month here. Let's go spend a month there. Let's go do whatever. But then I'm also torn because it's, want to see my mom and dad or i want to see my brother and my sister i want to see my nephew grow up so it's just half of my heart's wanderlust mm -hmm. and half of my heart's just saying stay in one place and be happy but i'm also at this point or when i was planning on moved it houston but i knew that i was unable to stay in one place and be happy and have a happy life if i did that just this early that's why i decided to right. kind of move to houston exactly and it's like even after this year um, you'll still only be 25. Okay. And then who knows, like a year goes by quick, but also a lot can happen in a year. And what I've told a bunch of people is like, I'm like either Alex, the only reason Alex would stay in Texas is he finds a girl that doesn't want to leave Texas. Like she's like, Hey, I, I'm not leaving. Like I was born here. My, all my family's here. And you got to make that decision. I'm like, Ooh, so for the near future, you might be staying in Texas, either that, or you find some sort of career. That's like in Texas, you know, headquartered in Texas. And, yeah. and also, but like I give it, if I was to put money on it, I would say probably a year or two, you know, mm. um, it depends on how, you know, well you get along with Eli and all them. And I think that'll be, that won't be an issue. Um, and how much you enjoy that, that, that might be why you stay another year. Um, you guys might get another place or you move in with Austin or, you know, however it, fucking plays out but because um, yeah, i like when, when the idea came up to kind of leave reno most of most of the reason that the reason that i stayed was i enjoyed living with you and i enjoyed all the friends that i had there it was it's, our relationship will after this it's we're 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 best friends but we're we're no longer roommates so that aspect of seeing each other every day even if we don't want to like that's kind of gone but right I also realize it's like well there's a lot of friends that i have that are going to remain my friends no matter what and then there's friends that i have that mm -hmm. unless i see them or unless i'm in the same town with them I'm not gonna i'm not gonna hang out with them or i'm not gonna talk to them or whatever you know and it hurts a little bit to kind of know mm -hmm. that but also just part of growing up you know i mean i'm sure andy knows knows better than both of us that some people in your life are just kind of temporary, even if you're not planning on them to be temporary, not everybody in your life is made to be permanent. 
Well, especially the physical side of that. Like you could obviously still be best friends with people and have that emotional connection and like nothing, none of that will ever fade, but just like the, the physical being of them being next to you or in the same apartment or whatever, definitely is a, is a a temporary thing. And, and it should be, you know, you grow up young, you're in school, you, you're doing, you know, crazy, just like young 18, 19 year old kid things. And then eventually everyone grows up. And you want to, the whole goal is to meet somebody, fall in love, start a family. So, I mean, you're you're just one step closer on that path. Right, right. Yeah, there is no more seeing Alex naked, you know, walking down the hallway. Well, there is that chance, but it might be, might be like the night before his wedding or something. Yeah, yeah. It's just late night nudies from him (laughs) at two in the morning. (laughs) I'm trying to sleep and it's four in the morning there. And I'm like, what the hell? Why are you up, man? So I have, yeah, t- yeah, I have so two I'm questions. Sleeping. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. So the person you moved in with, his name is Elijah, Eli for short. Yeah. Elijah, Eli. Does he, was he always lived there or did he, did he live in other part of Texas and moved to Houston or what, how does, I know oh, he, you guys were friends from Mexico. He grew up in Houston. Um, him, Austin and Taylor all did. That's a little group that they had here. And then after high school, Elijah moved to this place called Corpus Christi, Texas, which is about a couple hour drive from here. And then uh, he lived there for a few years. And then recently he decided, well, you know, I want to be back in Houston, with my family and, you know, the job. If I go to Houston, I'll have a better kind of opportunity with the, with the uh, job that he's at <clears throat> or the company. He moved back here and we were talking about him getting a place and talking about moving. And so we just were like, I told him, I go, if you want to wait to get a place, like, oh, I, I can come down August. Like, let's get a place. And here we are. Perfect. And then the second question is now that you're there, what's what do you have any job prospects? You just kind of plan it by year. You just kind of taking a minute to breathe and get yourself situated or what, what are you doing for work or going to be? Oh, I got, I got, I got down here on Sunday. I called the guy about a job on Monday, had an interview on Tuesday, got the job on Wednesday and I started get I start the job on Tuesday. Oh, shit. What is it? It's uh running outside sales for a semi dealership. I'll be, uh, um, part salesman for the uh the parts side of the dealership it's a kenworth dealership what's the company name uh performance truck hmm. i guess there's uh i think about 13 dealerships he said here in texas wow oh so on tuesday i have to drive an hour and a half up to a place called cleveland Texas, and uh go through orientation there and then on wednesday i'll actually start so i'll go through three to six month training period and then uh, once I, you know, kind of proved to them and kind of myself that I can sell the parts kind of competently and um, do justice to the company's name, they'll put me in a pickup truck and they'll send me out to different customers around the city and uh, try to try to get new customers and write down orders for customers, whether it be bulk orders or just like, oh, I need a turbo or I need an oil filter. Can you go get me this? And so right. I'll, you know, get orders and then, yeah, that'll be pretty much it. Nice. What kind and of... Then, uh... um, what kind of trucks? Like we were international, Peterbilt, or are they kind of everything? Kenworth. Oh, it's Kenworth. Kenworth. <laughs> oh, it's the same thing as Silver State, where it's like we work like we're a Kenworth dealership, but if you bring your Mac yeah. or your Peterbilt in, we'll work on it. You can get parts for anything, kind of thing. Oh, it'll. I mean, it's a job. It gets me here, or it gets me some money coming in. And if I get in, and it's like, nah, this isn't like this isn't what I wanted it to be, or this is. Oh, this isn't what they promised me or whatever. 
it's it's income you know i right. can i can start mm-hmm. i if i hate it then i can have money coming in while going and looking for a job i gave myself about a week i was going to be down here for a week before like looking for a job that i wanted before I would just go down to the mickey d's right down the road and say hey right. i need a job like 12 mm-hmm. bucks an hour that's all i need and i'll go go to an auto zone and say hey I'll, i can sell parts and that but luckily i was uh, a buddy of mine sent me a screenshot of a, of a wanted ad kind of thing. And so went on there and applied for a few different positions. And by the time I got down here, he wanted to do an interview. Perfect. I was able to get in and get it done. Well, then that wow. leads us to you, Luke, uh, living in the big city by yourself now. How, I mean, uh, as far as roommates go, you still have all your friends around you and everything. So uh, what's, what's been on your docket for the last few weeks? Um, just, uh, so I'm, I'm still in the apartment that me and Alex have, um, but I will be moving out, uh, next Sunday. So week I'll, uh, I'll probably give, turn the keys over, uh, next Monday and, um, got a place, a one bedroom. Um, I've been looking for the last three weeks to a month, um, at different places and, you know, this go around, it was a lot about like location and like, I wanted to go more like midtown Reno, which is kind of where all like where everything's happening. And, um, and there's a lot of places down there, surprisingly that, that were you know, available to rent. You're going to pay a little more because you are in, in the right middle there. of the city. You're right there. Yeah. But, um, I was all right with that. And like I said, I just wanted a one bedroom. And what was nice, like coming from all this was that there was a lot of people that were like, Hey man, like if it doesn't work out, you can move in. Like we got an extra bedroom or um, if you need a roommate, like we could do that. There were so many different options. So it was like, uh, if, if I, it really came down to it, in this worst case scenario, like there would be uh, places that I could go. Yeah. Um, safety net. I get what you mean. It's like kind of, uh, in a way also just kind of like reaffirm the friendships you have that makes sense right it's just like this person is a friend you know like Mm -hmm. i didn't have doubts about him before but you know maybe it's just i don't know i it's cool that they 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 offered a hand and they were like hey like you might be in a shitty situation um we got this you know we can help in this way and so that was super nice um but at the end of it i was like i really do just want to get like a single bedroom you know, I really don't want to do the roommate thing again. Like our buddy Gallon, I just found out last uh, last night that he's getting kicked out um, of where he's at. And so he might need a roommate. And I was like, uh, you know, like I already got this spot. But, you know, it would be nice to help him out. Um, but no. So last week I, uh, I signed a lease, got the keys yesterday. And... Uh, so yeah, I'll start moving all that, all my stuff in, and then we'll kind of do the bulk stuff on the weekend. Um, and then I will be oh, yeah, on my um, own. Where's, where's it at? It's off Haskell. So you know where? Uh, oh shit! You know where like junkies? Like I'm pretty close yeah. to South Virginia. I'm on the other side. Oh yeah. Near near. Kind of up there by like. Uh... Uh, no, coffee bar. You like up by there? Or? No, so coffee bars, 
farther down um, uh, I would I am by I don't know I'm a couple streets down from two chicks like in that area sort of um, oh, nice yeah I'm, I'm a little bit too close to South Virginia more than I would like I'd like to be a couple streets away but um, beggars can't be choosers and uh, and there was like like I said there was like three spots that I was like super torn about and it really came down to like character you know like some places had a lot of character as an older building older house that was maybe renovated into four different apartments and so you're going to be sharing some stuff you're going to be sharing the laundry which i was like eh, i don't really know about that um but it was a cool setup and then another one was uh on california which is kind of a a hip street to be on california is awesome yeah and it was uh Kind of the same situation. Had a lot of characters, an older house, um, older appliances, um, but it would be a cool place to a cool living situation. But the one that I you know decided on, and it was mainly because it was cheaper, and it was it was super nice. I mean, it was all new appliances and whatnot. Um, maybe a little smaller than than I would like, but uh, what are you gonna do? And also, it had um, in unit you know, washer and dryer. So, and that was a big thing. That was, I'm like, I'll pay an extra hundred bucks to have a washer and dryer. Like fuck going to a laundromat. Right. Um, oh yeah, I, dude. You know, did I tell you about what happened in our place? Oh yeah. That they, they said that you would have it and then you got there and there's just no, and, and then we didn't. And they're just like, yeah, those are the old people. Sorry. I was just saying that moving into new apartments suck. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of cool because you're like, this is going to be a new area, you know, or a new, like, I can set it up in the way that I want, but but finding it and paying all the fucking fees and deposit and all that shit and transferring things over. Uh, Do you have um, a tidbit of information for the for the On Living podcast viewers? Um, well, there's a big debate in this in this in this country. Over uh, what's the best fast food burger in and out? Whataburger. <laughs> what are the other places? And I know we talk about food a lot, but now that I'm in Texas, I finally had Whataburger. And I can say 100% is every bit as better than in and out in every fucking way. See, and I think this uh, topic or this conversation would held a little more weight if it was coming from somebody right. else on the podcast. <laughs> but the fact that it's coming from you, I mean, I don't know if the, yeah. the, the okay. listeners of the podcast okay, really so care. I get, I get the same. I got the so to be uh, consistent as possible. I get the same thing. I get an In and Out at Whataburger. I got a double meat, plain and dry, no cheese, with French fries and a Coke. At that at at In and Out, you know, I get a double meat with French fries and a Coke. Match the two up, burger size, way bigger, Patty. Patty or ground beef quality way better. Tries like better. You know they're not as they're not as crunchy as uh, In and Outs tend to be. In and Outs tend to be too thin to me. And uh, yeah, it's I just think and there's just so much more variety at, at Whataburger. So I, I I'm I am a Texas boy because no, no. Whataburger is way better he's, than In and Out. He's been there a week and he's already yeah. trying to ship on a bunch of <laughs> dry ass burgers. I'll tell y'all right now. All right, I'll tell y'all. Yeah. 
Yeah, does well, does Eli have like a southern accent or kind of like a no? Yeah. Nope. No, not even a little bit. I've only, I have I've only met two or three people that have kind of a southern accent, and it's yeah. Eli's dad has a real southern accent. He's also from uh, somewhere deep in Louisiana. He right. has a thick accent. That's I mean, his parents are really cool. Yeah, just wanted to bring that little tidbit up for our viewers and let them know, you know. Done the research. They don't have to. Go ahead and go ahead and put your pocketbooks away. <laughs> for all, go to In and Out. For and all wonder. two viewers we have in Texas, Alex's dry ass burger taste. He prefers Whataburger <laughs> over In and Out. Absolutely. But yep. um, I wanted to bring up early. I just can't remember. Now. Wrote it down. But, but yeah, you know, I think um, uh, I was just talking to my mother. And thanks for fucking going by there and saying goodbye to my mother. She's pretty upset about that, Alex. I can't tell you how busy I was those last couple days. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. Excuses, excuses, my friend. I know, I know. But, no, I was like, well, you know, Alex will be down within, you know, you'll probably, you'll probably come down, what, one time or two times within the year? Right for Christmas. I'm hoping. I'm hoping I can get down for Christmas. <coughs> right. That's the hope. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, yeah I texted I texted your mom or your mom texted me. I can't remember. Let me know, you know. Fun, you know, I'm gonna miss you and mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty much it, man. I'll tell you what though, that last week. Last week up in up in Elko, there was a lot of beers drank and a lot of tears shed. You know what I'm saying? Oh God, there was a lot. Yeah, and oh, dude, one of the most heartbreaking things. Oh, right as I'm right as we're about to leave and start the road trip all the way down here, I uh, you know, my mom walks up and she has this little stuffed animal. That's my nephew's. And from a show called Paw Patrol, and it's just the little uh, little cop dog. Mm-hmm. She just like hands him to me. She's crying. He's gonna keep you safe on your journey. And I <laughs> oh almost God. broke down, dude. <laughs> I was I almost was just like, I'm not leaving, mommy. Like it's okay. <laughs> oh, so, that geez, was uh, mom. Ah, and just stealing your nephews or your grandsons fucking toys yeah so and he's sitting right here prominently on my desk looking at me so mm. just yeah that was the like the tipping point i was just like god damn it well i haven't hardly cried this entire trip and you're just gonna make me do it on my last day here <laughs> right um <sighs> is your uncle uh jesse still there you know jess uh no nah, no nah, he left left that monday i think Oh, okay. He went down to bit went back down to California. Um, that's pretty much that's pretty much everything that's new with me, man. Oh, John. Uh, I, I'm sure. I hope he's still going to listen to the podcast. Uh, he's over in Pennsylvania <laughs> now. Yeah. Made it. Yeah, he's over there and loves it so far. Says it's great. Oh. Hmm. 
Have fun. Yeah. Now, he it is. Still listen. Yeah, he 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 better text him after this is done. Um, weather down here is something different, though, man. Ah, damn, it is hot. Yeah, yeah, it's a different type of uh, climate. Um, you got to deal with that goddamn humidity, and that's ah. that can be a real bitch. Yeah, dude, I I mean, like I texted you, but so I was walking out of the store. And it was super cool and nice in the store. And I walk out. It's so humid that my glasses fog up entirely. Like, I can't see a damn thing. And I almost get hit by a car because I couldn't see where I was walking. So that's, that's been an adjustment for sure. And like the AC unit on my apartment, I don't think is, I guess, big enough. So mm-hmm. AC really doesn't get, get to my room. Oh, the rest of the house is a cool 70 degrees. Roommate's room, cool 70. Bathroom, living room, kitchen, whole, whole, whole place. I, my room, easily 85 degrees. All times. Oh, yeah. I have to have my ceiling fan on. I have another fan sitting in my corner. Oh, and my electric bill is out of this world. Already? It's probably not out of this world for everybody else. But for me, yeah. So... Right now, I'm projected to have a $145 energy bill. Oh my god, dude! And I, you can it's, it breaks it down as to like, okay, this is what your appliances use, this is what your electronics use, that kind of thing. And 64% of my bill is from cooling, from heating oh and cooling. It's like I don't give a damn. I'll pay it. Right. It's so hot. Yeah, my typical energy bill at my house is like 200 bucks, like 190 Holy bucks. Shit. But I mean, we have our, I mean, our AC, our central air went out. So we have our mm. home warranty taking care of that. But so we have like multiple like swamp coolers and like just the evaporative coolers rolling around the house. And we, we leave ours on in our room day on, day in, mm-hmm. day out, every night, every mm-hmm. single day. And we have our central air usually kicked down to like 65. And yeah, I that's mean, what I was gonna ask, Andy. You, uh, I'm like a, I'm like a 68 kind of guy, you know. The perfect like temperature to me yeah. is 62. Yeah, I wake up in my room so damn high, and that's cool. I'll pay $500 a month if I have to. So our central, we don't have central air right now, but normally when it's working, our 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 house is pretty fucking great. And then we, like mm-hmm. I said, we have the AC unit in our room that's set to 60. So over the night it cools down and it just cool, pumps in like cool 60 air and it's fucking, I never want to leave my room. We just keep our door shut and it's like a cool little bubble down here. And I've always been that way. Maybe it's cause I'm a big fat guy, but. Right. Right. Well, I think 100%. Does, does Becky bitch about it? She used to, but I've conditioned her to accept okay. it and live her life the way that I do. Um, <laughs> And yeah, sometimes she still gets cold, and so I just tell her to shut the fuck up and get a blanket or something. But I mean, mm-hmm. we have to focus. Like her mom lives with us, and you know she's older and she hates it. So I tell her to get a blanket too. <laughs> and then we have Banning, so obviously a kid, <laughs> and he—I mean—he doesn't really seem to mind. Sometimes in the winter time he complains, so we just give him a quick elbow and then tell him to get a blanket. Right. No, I mean <laughs> we keep it pretty. I mean, like luckily we're on opposite sides of the house. So upstairs, you know, we can do whatever in his room. He's got a little space heater and a little, all that stuff, but downstairs, you don't even want to go down there in the winter time. Right. So Andy's just a complete tyrant. 
is what you're telling yeah. me. Oh yeah, I, I, this is my house, right? You coming to my house? It's you. You adapt to my climate, right? Mm-hmm. Or you get the fuck out of my house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine's. I I love it. Seventy degrees, sixty-eight to seventy. I'm I'm good with either. Um, but the problem at our old place is that it would never actually get to sixty-eight degrees in the fucking house. That was that was really hard, but. 68 yeah. to 70 is is where I where I try to keep it. Yeah. Yeah, Alex would always have a ceiling fan on, have a like a stand-up fan on and toward him for the bed. Oh yeah, dude. I like during the winter, I have a heater set to about 75, then in my room I'll have a fan on and the window open. Yeah. Out. It, yeah, and that's the oh. thing. How do you boys like to sleep? Some people like, you know, the fan on just for either like the cooling effect or like even just like the ambiance of the, you know, the sound of the room. Some people like it like they have multiple blankets, they have a comforter, they have a, a top sheet, a pillow. Like what, what's your guys' sleeping conditions usually like? You go first, Luke. Well, I think it depends on the season. So like like right now. Right now, yeah. Summer. Um, what I've been doing is, you know, I have my window open. And so it does get cooler at night. So there'll be a little bit of a cooling effect coming from outside. And then I usually have my ceiling fan going. Um, I will get underneath my comforter, but that's about it. And, and I'm good. You know, I mean, there's so been a couple it. nights where I get, yeah, I mean, I get up or I wake up like at four in the morning, right? I'm like, whoa, it's fucking cold. But I've also kicked the comforter off. Um, and it's just me just laying there. And you so. sleep with your sock. You're the guy that sleeps with the socks on. <laughs> yeah, I'm Fucking the psychopath. serial killer, dude. Yeah, so yeah. that's the thing. I want to know. I want to know how you fall asleep, right? And this may be weird. This may be diving a little weird. But so, no. so you're you're in your bed with your ceiling fan on, your windows open. You're in your socks, probably your underwear and a shirt, maybe. Right. Or do you right. have like and, little dress like, pants? I, I love it because uh, I've been listening to. I'm gonna fucking plug another podcast. I listen to Two Bears Cave, Alex a lot yep it's phenomenal baby it's phenomenal but um him bert and tom which are both comedians they did this same thing like they went through like step by step um their wake-up routine because it all started with uh brushing your teeth but going to bed um yeah i mean it, it depends i mean i would say more often than not i probably have socks on um i'm in some like silk shorts and Give or take, I mean, 50-50 if I have a shirt on or not, um, but that's about it. Okay, then you have that your ceiling fan going under yep, your comforter. Fan. And then so yep. you're just like on your phone, do you do like scroll through Instagram or Facebook or anything like that? I know you're not on those social media, so like you're on your phone doing whatever. Then you put your phone down on the charger, then you just roll over and go to sleep, or do you like watch TV? Give us the whole right. rundown. Right, and so, yeah, I mean, like I'll uh, I'll check usually Snapchat. Um I'll send a snap or whatever to T or, or something, my buddy T. And then, um, yeah, and then I'll put it on a charger. And then, like, again, it's, like, really just, I mean, in the mood that I'm, that I'm in that, that night, um, I don't need to have the TV going. Like, I, I, this might be pretty psychopathic of me, but I can sleep with silence. Like, I can pass out pretty quickly. I don't need, you know, a TV going in the background or any sort of background noise to fall asleep. So I would say, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty basic though. I mean, a lot of people don't need background noise. 
I think the socks is more of an alarming thing. Right. The most alarming thing to me is like that you just put your phone down and you're like, okay, time for bed. And you roll over to silence, just dead yeah. silence, yeah. close your yeah. eyes and just like, okay. And fade off into sleep. That's so fucking yeah. creepy to me. But I mean, also you're, you're enigma as well, Andy, cause you deal with insomnia. So like you're on the other end of the spectrum, right? Like you have a hard time just, just fucking dozing off. Right. Oh yeah. Time. And I need a lot of, a sleep. lot of help and I'll, and I'll just, I'll just dive into my routine. I, am less clothes the better man so i'm just pretty much in my underwear i've never really right. enjoyed sleeping naked just because i'm really scared that something might happen in the middle of the night and i have to like act to react to it and i'm like my, my little dick is just swinging around so i don't yeah. want to ever <laughs> be in that situation so just underwear is cool i go to bed in my ice cave with i have one blanket that becky's mom made me it's like a knitted blanket that like has holes in it so it's like lets in the cold air but it's still covers me and makes me warm that's it in summertime becky on the other hand on the other side of the bed has the sheet a blanket another blanket the comforter and then a top blanket and i want to fucking lose my mind but i have that's my insane. one blanket it's so bad it's a lot <laughs> in the well, sheet work out how does that work out so like you guys you lay on the right side or the left side she's on the other opposite yeah. end are you on top of those blankets no i kind of like the I, hell out of me yeah, no, and it probably bothers the hell out of her, but at least I don't care. I can't. There's no way a human of my size and and that yeah. could ever be under that. So we right. basically have like two halves of the bed. Uh, I kind of just pull my blankets up and make sure she's comfortable, and then just kind of squish them over to her. So it's kind of like she's okay. in her own little like blanket cocoon, and okay. I just have my blanket. And then, so I before I met Becky, I would have the TV on every single night, every single night before I went to bed for pretty much my, ever since I had a TV in my room when I was like, what, 13, 14 years old, every single night before I went to sleep, there was something on, whether it be old movies. I used to have all nine seasons of Seinfeld on DVD. I'd pop mm -hmm. in a new DVD, play every episode, and just put my sleep timer on my TV and go to sleep. <clears throat> since I've met Becky, she she can't stand sound or music or lights and she just complains a lot about everything. So I don't have anything. I have a TV in my room, but I, she won't let me fall asleep to the office or fall asleep to whatever. So we compromised at like uh, like a, a sound app on my phone that plays like old you know waterfall or rainstorm or whatever. And so I turn that on as soon as she goes to sleep and I'm on my phone, like whether it be TikTok or Twitter or Facebook or whatever, just idly scrolling for God knows how many hours. Mm -hmm. And then I just fall asleep to the sounds of those waterfalls and rain sounds for like 45 minutes. And then my brain just finally shuts off by the help of many sleeping pills. And I go mm -hmm. to bed. So, so it's like, you you can't so like you get into bed like let's say it's nine nine thirty because you're fucking old now yeah and when when do you actually fall asleep do you think on a, on uh, a regular day? I mean on a regular basis I'd say no earlier than midnight Dude, so I mean yeah, just... it's 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 some nights are pretty crazy it and it depends on what what uh, sleep aids that I've taken that night there's some that are like knock me out in like an hour so I'm just on. 
whatever for like half an hour and you can really start to like, okay, my eyes are struggling. Let's go. And I put my phone down and it sucks because my phone, the input to my phone doesn't work. So I can't like plug my phone in and I'm good. I have like one of those stupid fucking wireless chargers. So I have to like sit there and like make sure that it's like actually on the charger, like just right. Mm-hmm. That way it charges it or else I fucking fall asleep and I wake up with a dead phone and I'm late for work. And by something. that point you're, you're <laughs> awake again, trying to finagle your, right. And your I'm charger. like trying to, yeah. it's, it's annoying, but so I had like put my phone on my charger and I go to sleep. But some nights I either forget to take sleeping pills because it's too late. And if you take them too late, then they'll kick in at like midnight and then you'll be groggy as fuck the next day. So if it's anything past like nine, 10 o'clock, I don't take anything. So like a couple, like every Sunday when I'm editing the stupid podcast, I get done editing at like 10 o'clock. I'm like, fuck, I'm gonna get ready for bed. Oh shit. I can't take anything. So then I'm in bed till like one o'clock. Just, mm-hmm you know, scrolling on Instagram or researching this or following up on this story or whatever. It's just, that's annoying. Just a great start to your Monday before. Yeah. Before it was, I would go to sleep to Seinfeld and I'd, I'd watch an episode. I'm getting ready for bed. Then like during the second episode, I'd be passed out and my phone, my, or my TV would automatically kick off and I'd be great. Now Becky's over there sleeping like a little baby in her fucking bed cocoon and i'm just idly scrolling on fucking someone's stupid instagram Mm -hmm. but yeah it's pretty pretty up and down alex i know you like to sleep damn near in the nude oh i'll dude i'll sleep i sleep naked damn near almost every night um most most of it has to do with i yeah i'm just i run super hot i just any kind of clothes just it just makes me super hot and so you know i'll uh hop into bed you know i'll try to have ac on or any kind of fan i have on and throw on a a show or a youtube video more than likely a youtube video and i scroll instagram twitter facebook i don't even have twitter never mind um instagram facebook that's it kind of see what's going on on snapchat and then um so if i hop into bed if i hop into bed around nine i'll probably stay on my phone for probably get 30 45 minutes so i'll watch whatever the rest of the thing i have on and then probably fall asleep around 10 10 30 uh but i i have to have i have to have a tv playing something if i go somewhere that to my parents house and then you know they don't have a tv in the room or i don't want to turn on the big the living room tv because i'm sleeping on the couch i'll Throw my AirPods in, listen oh, to something because it's just I I can't sleep in silence. I can't. It's right. uh right because I don't know. I get I get creeped out real easily. I guess even in a place that I shouldn't be creeped out in. Oh, that's right. You're scared uh, of the, the first dark night. I fucking twenty three. I'm scared of the dark. Okay. And that's what makes um, Luke even more of a serial killer. Is he goes to bed in his socks and he goes to bed in just <laughs> complete silence. Plugs yeah. his phone in and rolls over in complete silence. How was that? Not say, mine someone say mature. Button. No, but whatever. Oh, go fuck yourself. No, <laughs> no. Okay, go um, to sleep. Yeah, just a sober sleep. Whatever. No, people. You probably do lay it. on I your back it. with your hands on your side and just. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That, yeah. That's you probably, how how like, you fall asleep is exactly how you wake up. Like that's exactly goddamn yeah. coffin. Um. That's the other thing. It's like how how do you. So you get into bed, you're, you're, you're dozing off. What's the position your body is in uh, f- for you to fall asleep? I'm o- I can't sleep on my back. 
I think partly just because it fucks with my on lower my, back. On my left side, arm underneath my left arm underneath the pillow with my right leg hiked up, bent. A sleep position yeah. there is. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm pretty much like that as well. That's my dream position. Or it's opposite, and I'm on my right, uh, or it's opposite, and I'm on my right. Is if I was so, on my yeah. left side and with that, with my right leg kicked up with a pillow in between my legs would be ideal, but that's the side I snore on apparently. So Becky never ever fucking lets me sleep on that side. So hmm. I've grown to have to sleep on my other side. Now my lower back kills me. So hmm. she's slowly just killing my Dude, body. So I'm a really restless sleeper. I've found out uh, since I was a kid, like I move my legs a lot when I sleep. Mm-hmm. According to according to a last girlfriend that I had, is I like to smack the absolute shit out of her when I and <laughs> talk like a motherfucker. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we ha- she had to make a rule that I was that like Monday through Thursday. You know, like I'm not sleeping at your house. You're not sleeping at mine because I need to get sleep for work. So, uh, because I would talk, I guess, kind of loud in my sleep, mm-hmm. and I would throw my arms around. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if that just had to do with stress of the relationship because you know that was just a phenomenal relationship I was in, or right. um, that's just how, that's just how I sleep. I don't know. Um, well, I, I don't mean, have a lot you, of other. Yeah, yeah, not a lot of other context to go by. I would say you definitely uh, flail around. I mean, I do this thing, um, and I would say there, I think it just depends on the day or the the dream you're in. You know talking in your sleep i don't think it happens every night i think it's just every now and then um i've heard you talk in your sleep there was one i remember one time at the old place you were on the couch for some reason sleeping i think you just passed out there you might have been sick actually it might have been the infamous two weeks of sickness that you had um but i remember yeah i got home you were passed out and i'm like doing stuff in the kitchen you just start talking i thought you were talking to me so i'm like having a conversation with you and then i realized you're fucking dead asleep and i'm like oh Okay, well, I'm going to go to bed now. Um, and so I think with me, I do yeah. the same thing. I don't know if I snore. I've heard from a few people that I snore. I don't, I don't buy it, um, but I don't, I don't know, you know. Um, are you guys real, like, toss and turn before you go to sleep, or is it kind of like into a position, be comfortable, and then sleep? Or is it... I got to lay on my left. All right, now I'm uncomfortable. Go to my back, go to my stomach, go to my right, you know, oh, or is it kind of uncomfortable? Let's go to sleep. No, I, I will be on my left side for 20 minutes. I'll be on my right side for 15 minutes. I'll be on my back under, you know, I'll be fucking all night long. Every 30, 45 minutes I'm tossing. Yeah. I, I toss and turn so much. And I, I blame that on possibly my bed and my bed partner, I think. My bed partner, yeah. uh, <laughs> she doesn't sleep like a normal person. She's only like five foot one, so she's pretty fucking short. But my fucking God, I've never felt a king-size bed feel so small in my life. Like, she, you know, you have the pillows at the, t- at the head of your bed, right? And she, so she doesn't sleep underneath the pillow. She sleeps, imagine... You have a pillow sitting there. She's like below the pillow. So she's already like a foot below the headboard. So her cat can sleep on the pillow, right? And then oh, she kind of sleeps with her head kind of underneath the pillow. And but then she's like fucking 45 degrees cocked. So like now she's in my space, right? And I'm fucking right. this fat motherfucker trying to even survive. And I'm just half falling off this bed. 
then my stupid fat cat is like, I'm going to sleep on your fucking right by your feet. And I don't have any fucking room. And it's just a fucking nightmare. So I blame that as partial of my annoyance of sleeping. Plus we just have this really shitty bed. And so one of my big, like next big investments will definitely be a, a bed. Mm-hmm. Now pillows. How many pillows do you guys have? Luke, I know you probably only have two. You know, he probably has one. Mattress. I have uh, I have three, I have three, and then the two that those those pillowcases you got me, Andy. Uh-huh. Um, so I got two kind of like square pillows to fit those. I of course, when I go to bed, I take those off. Um, I sleep with two underneath my head, and then I use the third one to kind of like hold, like we were talking about how you like how you fall asleep, kind of cradle on that one. You hold a person, <laughs> right? Right. You just imagine you're <laughs> suffocating somebody, right? <laughs> And so I use, yeah, about two. But when I wake up, fucking one's gone. One's off the bed. Yeah, because it's a fucking full-size bed. What was that? It's because it's a full-size bed. I was looking at the size of my bed, and I'm like, my dresser is as big as a full-size bed. You know how people put, like, dressers at the end of their bed? It's unreal. And you do that because you like it or because that's, like, the only bed you've ever really had? No, no, no. Okay, okay. I, I'm, I'm just freaked out <laughs> by it. I saw it, and yeah. I'm like, oh my god, serial like, fucking killer. Like you're a vampire. Right. Let, alone, let alone, I'm wearing socks. I'm going to bed in complete silence half the time. Also, the bed that I'm sleeping on is a fucking twin size bed. I get a lot of shit for it. I understand. Um, I back in high school, I had a a, a queen, and it was nice. It was cool. Um, but it was when we moved up here that. Uh, Noah got my bed, and I think we just had this this spare um, mattress, and and the frame goes all the way back to when my dad was a fucking was a child. I mean, it's been in the family for a long time. The frame, uh, mattress, of course not, but so yeah, it's a twin size bed, and I don't know. I've just gotten used to it. I mean, it's it's not comfortable. Like I like I have a lot of lower back problems. Like a, there's been many many mornings where I wake up, and my lower back is killing me. Um, but it's like, do I just deal with that and have a lot more space in my room? Uh, I'm going to take a lot more space in my room. No, here's the thing. Now that you're, now that you have your own place, now, now you have your own place, right? You need to upgrade your fucking bed. And by Mm -hmm. upgrade, I mean, just get a fucking queen size bed and you can get a queen size bed for pretty fucking cheap. A bed frame costs like 80 bucks on Amazon. So, I mean, you can, you can, you can give the family heirloom back to your family and let it pass on to your little brother or whatever, or fucking just yeah. destroy it and, and say it's, it served its purpose. Right. And get a fucking new bed. You're not going to be hanging out in your room as often as you think now that you have your own place. Uh, so you can still have true. a bed that's what, oh, cool. seven, eight, ten more inches bigger than your other fucking bed and have it right. be comfortable. Because we spend a quarter of our life asleep, you know? So you might as well right. make that as most comfortable place you can while you well, have Well, you it. see, I think, so Luke, yeah, Luke also is not one of those people. He don't he don't sleep eight hours very rarely. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, Luke likes to be up. And so I think it's also kind of a good motivator. It's just like, yeah, I'm going to get I'm gonna get an all right amount of sleep, but I don't want to spend eight, nine, mm-hmm. ten hours in this thing because, oh, it's so comfortable. I don't want to get out. It's like... No, I'm, right. I need to get out my back. Well, that's the well, that's the thing is is Luke is more mentally strong in that aspect. I feel like even if he was sleeping on a 
cloud, he would be like, okay, it's been six hours, five hours because I'm a fucking murderer and I need to get mm-hmm. up right now. But I feel like the quality of sleep during those four or five hours is going to be substantially better and greater for long-term, you know, comfortability of your body. Your body will right. thank you. And I will thank you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's like you guys buttering my biscuit, but also like completely fucking insulting me. That's what a, I do yeah. best. Closet serial killer. Man, yeah. I mean, God, I, God knows there's been many mornings where I wake up and I'm like, okay, I'm setting an alarm for seven. I'm going to get up at seven. I get that alarm. I wake up at seven and I stay in my damn bed until 1030. Why? Because I don't have the mental fortitude to get up because I'm like, I'm comfy. I'm warm, but I'm not too warm. Right. And oh, Instagram, this thread on Instagram is just hitting just mwah, like yeah. it's hitting perfect. Yeah. And you're like, no, right. I slept my six hours. I need to change my socks. Let's get up. Yeah. <laughs> I need to consume my human blood and I need to take yeah. it off the day. I need to, I need to consume my human meat because that's what humans yeah. do. Need to eat. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I, I get it, but it's like also one advantage, but not really. I think like, you know, on the off chance that I do have a girl over, I mean, it's not likely. Um, but the times that, I that I have, it's it's been nice because it's like we have to cuddle because there is no fucking room. Here, here's the thing. If you're inviting off. if you're inviting a girl to your room. Right. You're not going to be like sit on either side of the bed and be like, well, this is fun. No, you're going to yeah. that room to cuddle regardless if you have a twin size bed or fucking 17 king mattresses in there. You're going to be cuddling. So whether it be on a fuck that. How many times are you going to grow in your often room? Do you and, how often do you and Becky cuddle? Never, because we're halfway married, so that doesn't happen. Okay. If I'm not a single okay. bachelor like you guys are, okay? So even though I'm not in your position, I've been in your position. And you bring a girl back into your room. I- you're not going to sit on either side of the bed and just sit on sit there and talk to each other. No, you guys are going to cuddle on the bed, whether it's a small-ass creep bed or a fucking monster bed. And true, because I've had women in my bed, and we're just like, I'm not I'm like, I'm not cuddling with you. Then the other girl's like, I'm not cuddling with you. And I'll be like, all right, well, I'm going to go to bed on this side. That explains a little or bit. Even, that might explain a little more about your relationship with women than someone <laughs> else's. Know. Yeah, it might be yeah, personal no thing, shit. Alex bad with women i think we've discussed it yeah yeah and i mean eventually it's like okay if i get into a a long-term relationship i think she's gonna eventually at some point be like hey the twin size bed's gotta go or you know like let's say or i'm gonna go yeah like it's cool for a while and you know i'm gonna want you probably stay at my place because fuck that bed but it's like if we you know we start to get a place together then of course I'm not going to stick with the twin size bed. There are, uh, I guess, there are two advantages. Big of a bed as your kid does. (laughs) Yeah, your bed. You can take your mattress off and put it in a car frame. That's how small your bed is. (laughs) I think Banning upstairs has a queen size bed. His bed is bigger than yours. Oh my god! But here's the thing about here's the thing about your the advantages of having your size bed is a the the bedding is cheap, right? That's the cheapest. Oh yeah. Like if you buy a new comforter or a new mattress topper or anything, it's the cheapest size because it's the smallest one. And secondly, it's trained you so you can like sleep in your car and still be kind of comfortable or like something like in the back of a van or a back of a truck. That's very true. Yep. Me, I I, I talk about mega bed all the time. Mega bed. Mega bed. You've never heard of me talk about mega bed. 
Now, is that like one of those California Kings? No, it's, it's bigger than that. When me and Becky lived in our old house, um, like I said, I snore a lot and she has really bad like back problem and like hip problems. So she can't really sleep on like hard beds. And we had a super hard bed at the time. So we had a, a spare bedroom with a, with a, I think it was like a full size or a, even like a twin size bed just in a, just, just in case people came over and uh, her mom bought it and it was Becky loved it. She's like, this is the best bed I've ever slept on. It's the perfect, you know, softness and hardness to you know to my hips and my back everything feels so good about it i just wish it was bigger so we mm-hmm. could you know have it to be our bed and i'm like there's no fucking way both of us can sleep on this full-size bed so she would always just go into the spare room and sleep and she's like well i don't want to i want to sleep with you but i don't want to you know we obviously can't sleep in the bed so we just literally we have a king-size bed we just moved our bed over and put that other bed next to it so it turned into this giant mega bed where it was like this mega king size bed with this full size bed next to it and we just slept on mega bed so she'd sleep on that little x section i would sleep on half the king and we would have our own space so now that we own our place we're going to do the same kind of thing and build our own like frame for it and then i'm going to pick the bed the king size bed that fits my body that i feel would be most comfortable for me because i like a little I need it to be a little firmer than she does. Mm-hmm. And she wants hers to be super soft. So she's going to get the full size version of that. And then we're going to build a custom frame for it and have okay, a mega and bed in our house. Do you really need a king size though for yourself? Well, I don't, but could you go for, I mean, a queen? I mean, I could do a queen, but I have two cats that now will have to sleep on my bed oh. and I'm not sacrificing room for those fucking idiots. And we're talking oh, yeah. about getting a dog. So that might be an equation that we might have to throw in there. So I'd, I'd prefer the room. Plus we already have a lot of fucking King bedding. So yeah. Now does banning sleep with you guys at all? No, Ever? no, 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 no. We, we definitely nice. were hard. Like, like I've, I've been in this relationship with Becky for three years. So even when he was one years old, it was crib city the whole time in a different room, not even in the same room. So I was definitely blessed with the whole, he can sleep in his whole room. We just have the we baby have no monitor issue. on. So just yeah. in case he like wakes up or we can hear someone breaking in or anything crazy. Um, and so, yeah, he's just in his room and he, since we moved into this house in October, um, he, we upgraded to a big boy bed so he can get up, up and down and do his own thing. So yeah, he's on his own and he's upstairs in the very top and it's been great. One thing I've never understood. So I'm good with, I have my queen and I like, it's good. And I have plenty of room. I can sprawl out. And if I have somebody over for the night or a week, whatever, like that person can kind of share the bed with me and it'll be enough room. Um, once I get married, I'll have a king. I think, I hope that's, I've never understood the tall beds because my parents' bed is tall as shit. Like the frame mm-hmm. is super tall. They have their box spring, which is just thick as shit. And then along with their mattress. So like my mom has to have a step stool to get onto her bed. <laughs> it irritates the absolute hell out of me. It's like, why get why? such a tall yeah. bed? Yeah, I don't know. If I could have, if I could have my mattresses on the floor not have it be a crack den, then a hundred percent I would. I think as it might be, my, it, it might have something to do with, just said like, 
I do crack, and I'm not going to care if you're here. It might have something to do with, like, it might be obviously pretty difficult for an elderly person to get up out of that bed or get into that bed. Like, because you can get into the bed and you fall asleep, but then getting out of that bed, it's like a whole fucking hassle. I think just being able to, like, roll off the bed and, like, you're standing up already might be an easier way. Because I remember my parents, when they were together back in the day, like, way back in the day, their bed was fucking super high, too. I had to, like, crawl my way up the fucking thing. And they didn't, like, store anything underneath of it. It was just a fucking giant-ass bed, super high off the ground, like, four feet off the ground. So I have no idea. It's super weird. You just ask her. Call her up right now and ask her. Like, Mom, why the hell is your bed so tall? Weird question. Why the fuck do you have a tall-ass bed? She's like, good to talk to you. Uh, It's weird, though, because you'll notice, like, holes, twins, like, they're lower to the ground. Why? Because they're for children. And then the bigger the bed you get, higher it goes. You know what I mean? I don't know. My king is, I mean, 10 inches. Unless you have just one of these basic, like, oh, you can have a fool on it. You can have a queen. You can have a king. You know, like the adjustable metal frame things. But if you go and get a bedroom set with headboard, footboard, dresser, all that nonsense, probably going to be a pretty tall bed. Right. I've never got. But, you know, Me either. Right. But- one thing I have known, and because we're like I said, we're kind of looking for a new bed. Um, the deeper, like they have like super deep mattresses, like mattresses that are like sixteen inches fucking deep. Then you put that thing on a fucking box or a box spring or whatever. Yeah. What the fuck? That's an, you're you're talking like thirty inches plus the frame. I mean, I don't know. It's like how much of that really is good mattress that you're going to use because i think my mattress is maybe six seven inches deep and that's plenty deep but then you get like yeah the 16 the 20 inch thick mattress and it's like why yeah what's the point i think mine's like a 10 or a 12 and like that was like trying to find sheets to go over that and stuff it's pretty difficult without them like popping up on the corners and stuff but oh yeah same here like my i woke up last night at um, two thirty or three a.m. Both corners of my sheet on my mattress were fucking up and like surrounding me, and my my like controller or like my remote and my glasses that I had set on the, the side of my bed were like on top of my chest. I felt like I was trapped, and I freaked yeah. out for like twenty seconds. Just like, what is happening? And then Your I looked, and it's just like, yeah. And I'm just like freaking the hell out because I can't understand. Was well, that when we called you? Oh, you called me at midnight, my couple hours after. Okay. I'm still yeah. not happy about. My apologies. My apologies. <laughs> this whole time difference is really going to mess with me. I'm going to have to figure uh, it out. Two. Right now, it's uh, 9.38. Oh, may have to try to set up a different recording time if I had to start waking up early on Mondays to go to work. But I mean, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, I just it, it woke me all the way up point where I was ready to go for the day. Almost had a panic attack because I couldn't get out of my bed because my sheet was covering my hands. Right. Um, okay, so this is not what we were going to be talking about at all on this podcast, but I like it. And let's, let's keep it going. Um, okay, so we've talked about night. Let's go into the morning. Okay, so Alex, when you wake up, uh, what's what's like, take me step by step. Like, 
your eyes, like you awaken, right? From that deep sleep, your eyes wake, like they open. What's the next step? I check my phone to make sure what time it is. Usually I'll, uh, usually I'll wake up before my alarms. So, okay. I'll tap, see what time it is. You know, if it's got time to sleep, you know, whatever, if I'm waking up at a decent time, I'll, my glasses on, check my phone, I'll Snapchat, Instagram, whatever messages, check all the fire memes that people are liking on Facebook, obviously. Maybe go post a couple more. Um, and you kind of turn on the TV and on something to kind of have background noise. And if I'm getting ready for work, you know, spend 15, 20 minutes on my phone, throw something on the TV, go to the bathroom, take a shower, get ready, and then probably just hang out. If, if it's a day off, I'll hang out on my phone for 30 minutes, 45 minutes, and then go out to the living room and figure out what okay. I'm going to do for the day. Okay. So, so you, you get up, where does, uh, you, you take a shower, what, 30 minutes after waking up, 45, yeah, an hour? Usually about that. Yeah. If I, okay. if I'm, so like Tuesday, I gotta be, gotta be in a, I gotta be in Cleveland, Texas, which is like an hour and a half drive at nine o'clock. So I'm probably going to wake up at six. Um, wake up, spend a couple minutes on the phone, go take a shower, be dressed. Shit you not, I can be up and be dressed and ready to go by 620. Oh, yeah. Showered, yeah. combed, everything by 620. So, but yeah. that's probably not going to be the case on Tuesday because that's why I'm waking up early. So I'm not kind of rushing myself. Um, so I'll probably yeah. be ready to go around 645, you know shave up a little bit right yeah probably within 30 to 45 minutes of waking up i can be ready for the day and that's okay. going slow okay and, and like you have that i'm sure you have that morning pee right is that one of the first things yeah yeah morning pee morning you know deuce whatever i got whatever i got in the tank <laughs> how often do you take a morning deuce i know no shit huh uh, oh Pretty often pretty often <laughs> that is not good I man mean, you also don't un- you also don't understand my bowels andy we haven't that's talked- very true um, i guess the bowels a- haven't been a topic of our conversation much and you know i we've talked about bidets and everything surrounding that but average shit four to five times a day yeah i mean it's gotten to the point where i'm like out you should probably go to the doctor like all joking aside you should probably go to the doctor just just to see if there's anything going on, you know. Yeah, they're going to tell me something's wrong with so me. Much. Exactly. Exactly. But. Um, dude, it's, I mean, it's whatever. I mean, people shit. You're going to shit. Go ahead. Go take it. Yeah, um, but not in the morning. It's not like, I have like, oh, God. Like, I'm getting awoken because I'm like, I drop <laughs> a deuce right now. Oh, dude. Oh, you have no idea. There was one time, I can, we got weak stomachs, sorry, don't, people who don't like talking about this. There was one time I shit six times before 9 a.m. So, <laughs> oh, God. And that, mind you, that's not, oh, I was, I've been up since like midnight, you know? Ooh, no, it's, I woke up at seven, shit six right. times in the span of two hours. So, probably should go see somebody, but you know, exactly. Roll the dice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so what what started all this, this whole conversation, was brushing your teeth. So when do you brush your teeth? Is it the first thing in the morning? 
So like to quote Tom, Tom Segura, he's like, dude, right as I wake up, I brush teeth. That's like one of the first things I do. Bert's like, Bert Kreitzer, he's like, no, dude, like I, I brush my teeth like after I've had breakfast, after I have my morning coffee, maybe, you know, 10 o'clock in the morning, 11. Uh, well, if you listen to Bert Kreischer, he also brushes his soap. Did you know that? And he also showers in a pool that he considers. In the pool, yeah. Yeah, jumping in a pool is a shower. A pool shower. Right. So Bert Kreischer is not the guy to go to for hygiene. I love him. He's a, like, I love his podcasts and I love his comedy, but not the dude to go to for hygiene. Um, but no, brushing my teeth is I'll go through my whole morning. I don't eat breakfast. I don't have coffee. So, I mean, brushing my teeth is the last thing I do. I like get up, shower, you know, do all my morning routine, get myself kind of mm. as beautified as I can. I'm um, clean my gauges and shit like that. And then I'll brush my teeth and then I'll go for the day. Um, but uh, if, if I'm going to have breakfast, I brush my teeth before. Really? See, like that, I'm, I'm like, I'm a little on Bert's side just because like I do drink coffee near every morning and it's like, I don't see the point in brushing my teeth before and then drinking coffee. Mm-hmm. Cause for one, it tastes like shit for the first couple sips. And then also my mouth has now, you know, I have coffee breath. And so it's like, I at least brush my teeth after I have my coffee for sure. Um, if I'm going to class or whatever, if I'm going anywhere, if I'm leaving the house, um, in the morning because of a job or because of class, whatever, I will, of course, then brush my teeth. But if I'm not, if I have nothing going on and I work at one, um, I will definitely have my morning coffee, some food, and then I'll brush my teeth, whether that be eight in the morning, nine in the morning, but definitely not when I first wake up. Right. And for me, it's, uh, I work, I work eight to five Monday through Friday. So my alarm goes off. And the first thing I do, I don't even look at my phone. I don't do any of that. Cause obviously there's no messages to wake up to nothing like that. Uh, I just get up, go upstairs and I sh- I'm a night shower. So I'm the odd okay. man out here. I shower at nighttime. Cause it's, I feel like just getting into bed as clean as possible is the, yep. one of the best feelings ever. Like I hate like yep. going outside, doing my thing, doing whatever, going, doing your everyday routine. And then it's like going to bed. You know, yeah, and then so I I shower at night, I do all my stuff, brush my teeth, wash my face, do all that stuff, and I go to bed, and then I wake up, my alarm goes off, I get up, I go right up to the bathroom, I take my morning uh, piss, never a morning shit ever, and I brush my teeth, uh, right shape. right then okay. and there, first thing, just brush my teeth, and then mm. I wash my face, and then I do my hair, and do all that stuff in the bathroom. And then I go back downstairs to my room to get dressed and go to work. If it's the weekend, um, I'm more with you guys where I get up, get dressed, kind of do my thing. Uh, if I have breakfast or drink or whatever, I do all that stuff first. And the last thing I do, if we say we're going uh, out to go shopping or go to Home Depot or we're going to do whatever, I always do all that stuff, eat, drink, get ready, and then brush my teeth. The last thing I do before I leave the house is brush my teeth and do all that stuff. Right. I think yeah. it just kind of depends on like what you have a plan on the agenda. Like that, yep. when I'm working, it's the very first thing I do. When I'm not working, it's the weekend. It's one of the last things I do. So I think it's it's pretty interesting. Interesting. Well, and I think uh, it, it's what what it comes down to it is eating food or drinking whatever. Um, do you do that before or after? Yeah, definitely before. Because like, what's the point? Yeah, it just makes more sense. Uh, but a lot of people, that I is mean, what they I'm do. Also, I'm also not like I don't eat breakfast, which I need to get. I need to start like actually eating breakfast. Um, 
don't drink coffee very much if at all um yeah when i it's water is what i drink after i wake up i guess you can call me a psychopath in that way no i do Um, the same thing i think it's good i don't drink i don't drink coffee to wake up uh coffee i'm sure it does wake me up to a certain extent but i've never kind of been sleepy and like oh i'm gonna have a cup of coffee and then oh like i feel good you know like a cup of coffee really got me going no it's now i'm tired but like now i'm shaky you know Mm-hmm. Anything with energy drinks, but it's right. I, well, and I, I go ahead. I, I lost my train of thought. Um, I, I think with like with showering, like you said, Andy, like taking night showers. So it depends again on like the season. So like during the summer, because like where me and where Alex used to work, um, you can get pretty fucking dirty. And of course, mm-hmm. you're out in the um, outdoors, so you're sweating your ass off. So you're just clammy. And so after like an eight hour shift of that, what I'll usually do is I'll take a shower when I get home that night, clean off, you know, cause I like to the same thing. Like I like to get in bed feeling clean. Uh, it, it bothers me if I'm not. And, and then if in the morning I'll just do like a rinse, you know, I won't mm-hmm. shampoo. Um, I'll maybe throw a little bit of like, you know, bars up or body wash, but that's about it. It's more of a rinse that next morning. Cause I'm like, I just did it eight hours ago or whatever. You know, I don't see the point. Right. Um, but during the winter, it's thing, it's usually just a shower in the morning. One thing that I'm gonna I'm gonna have to start changing, especially now that I'm up here, because I'm definitely a lot more moist while since I'm up here. Um, mm-hmm. Is you know taking a shower, a shower, shower in the morning, and a shower, shower at night. Um, but like, yeah. working at where I worked, it was you know I shower when I right pretty much right when i woke up or maybe a few hours after that and then i get home from work but right before i go to bed you know i'll wash my hands really really good to make sure like there's no dirt kind of under my fingernails or whatnot i'll wash all the way up up my arm to my elbow because i'll get dirt a lot on my forearms and whatnot so i'll wash all the way up to there throw some water on my face clean that completely off and that'll that'll be pretty much it and then i'll hop into bed so that way you know like I know I'm probably like musty, I suppose, from like my torso and my legs and whatnot. Um, but like I don't want dirt, I guess, on my pillow or on my blankets. So that's why I wash my arms and my face really well. Um, if I'm gonna get right. I'm gonna get into bed with somebody else, like when I had my girlfriend, it was you know I'd shower because I know when I go to bed, especially after a long day of work during the summer, especially like I didn't smell the best. So mm-hmm. if I'm alone, I don't care because I can't really smell myself and when i whenever i hopped in the bed with somebody else it was definitely like i needed hour before i do probably not gaining any any female viewership on this end but oh well <laughs> i know and especially after i upload your photos of your fucking shower after or your you're just your bathroom entirely after i clean it don't you before dare I clean it. <laughs> don't you dare it was so funny because I, I was talking to jenny uh, last week uh, about moving out and kind of what's what's going on or whatever. And she's like, so I was like, is there any issues with the apartment? You know, and I'm like, no, like uh, my my towel bar came out of the the wall, like probably a couple weeks ago. She's like, oh, like I get it. Like mine did, too. Um, you know, it's wear and tear. I was like, uh, you know, the the garbage disposal is kind of acting up like you might want to check on that. She's like, OK, no issue. And I was a little like hesitant. I was like, well, and Alex's 
toilet seats cracked just as like just to see what she would say and she's like ah like no fucking issue like i I get it you know shit happens like okay thank god because i'd like to get my security deposit back and i I was hoping that you would not ask questions of how that happened but (laughs) i'm like also i'm gonna clean alex's bathroom don't you worry um i don't know if i can get all the fucking stains out of the goddamn shower but what was that get dirty at work man i get real dirty yeah yeah see the issue is the issue was especially right before i moved out is something happened in my drain it stopped draining the water oh (laughs) that was the issue um is you know i'd get home from work be you know filthy from head to toe and uh you know i'd take a shower god yeah i'm not getting any favors with any of the female viewership (laughs) over here uh yeah, the water would just sit there. It would take a while to drain. And so that would, that would, all the sediment would, uh, all the dirt that was on my body would end up just kind of lining the bathtub. So that's what made it kind of, kind of, God damn it, dude. I, why, I don't want to talk about this anymore. I know, I know. I was just going to say, <laughs> the next girl you find, don't tell her you have a podcast. Like, do not tell her about um, this because she does not need dude. to listen. Shadow's not near as bad before but like when the water was draining fine it was it was decently clean you know i cleaned it semi-regularly and uh <laughs> but as soon as the water stopped stopped draining that's what really fucked me up it's okay man i regardless. got it i fucking got it you Dude. know what man i move i moved everything in pretty much our first and second apartment so your job okay. is getting everything out Okay, yeah. I got yeah, it all yeah, yeah. in, you get it all out. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's funny, like, every time that we've moved, which has only been, I guess, essentially now two times, um, well, I guess three, but that first time moving from the old apartment to this place, you left fucking meat in the fridge and the power got turned off. I was out of town for about yeah. a week and a half, and I come in <laughs> there, and I and you were working at mine, so you were back home. And so I had a deal with fucking getting that meat out and that stench like it was doing the most god-awful smell i've ever smelled just rotting fucking meat and there's maggots and shit and our freezer's just fucked and i'm like there's no way we're getting scared like they're gonna come after us like they're gonna press fucking charges on us because this is how bad it is and somehow after like eight different you know those like baking soda boxes that you can get that like freshens up your fridge after shoving eight of those in there and cleaning that bitch out and wiping it down um we didn't hear anything so and now again you know with your fucking bathroom i gotta clean that that's not near as bad as the goddamn i mean it's not but it kind of is you're you're comparing his uh dirty shower to rotting maggoty old stenchy food i can only imagine what it looks like i was gonna say andy yeah i'll send you a picture okay (laughs) you'll get it oh the fuck you won't (laughs) nobody pictures see the pictures in court when jenny fucking takes us there she's like i'm not dealing with this we have to replace the shower yeah we have to replace the whole bathroom <laughs> i'm surprised she didn't say anything about the toilet seat what well, does the right? toilet seat cost like 10 bucks exactly yeah and she's like she even said she's like we replace those um damn near every time someone i can't out. tell you how many times i was using that toilet and my ass cheek got 
pinch between those two cracks, <laughs> it fucking hurt. Uber bad. And that's the, that's, that's the thing I, that just I brought up. For you as a tenant, right? You know you have to go take a shit. And with, as a guy who you just previously said shits four to six times a day with a broken ass toilet seat, you couldn't walk <laughs> your fucking ass down to Home Depot or Lowe's or something and getting a $10 fucking toilet seat to replace it. I can't tell you how many times that I was like, I need to go get a toilet seat. And then how many times I said, fuck that shit. I ain't doing it. How many, how many months has it been since you broke it? Two years. Two years. It hasn't been that long. Has it happened the first year we moved in? Oh my God, dude. So say you take four shits a day at one year's pace. That's 1500 times. Right, times two. That's three thousand shits. That I don't like that math. You're taking three thousand shits with your ass cheeks, possibly being (laughs) pinched. We'll we'll cut it down five hundred because you're out of town or you're using someone else's toilet. So we'll say twenty five. Hell, we'll even round it down to two thousand. Two thousand shits. You're like, I can't walk down to fucking. You work at Western Nevada, don't you guys sell toilet seats there? Oh yeah, oh yeah, out ass. So you literally work at work. You can get fucking toilet seats. Man, but you know what? Got to roll the dice, man. It's all about taking chances. And I take my chances every time I take a shit. That's why I live on the edge. No, that's just called yeah. irresponsibility as being a 23-year-old kid. <laughs> the first day that cracked, I would have been at Home Depot buying a fucking nice self-closing fucking silent Right. That's the difference between seat. me and you, Andy, man. It's just like, I don't focus on small stuff. Ass getting pinched shit. It's just the most action I've gotten. Who cares, you I know? I guess. It's just like right. sexually arousing for you when you take a shit and it happens. You're just like, ooh, there's that sensation I've been missing. Ooh, there it is. <laughs> yeah. So, no, no, toilet was toilet's cracked or toilet seat was cracked. Other than that, I mean, the, the apartment was in a decent shape. Yeah, left, other like than you left all your off. fucking shit. <laughs> Let's not forget that I either. Couches. You left two couches, you left a dining room table, dining room set, you left your toolbox, um, and... Not just, like, light shit and your lamps. throw in the dumpster. This is, like, exactly. shit he has to get a truck okay, for. Okay, okay, so... No, 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 no. So the couches, we planned on burning them, because those couches cannot go to anybody else. Right. Um, Especially dining one. Dining room table, I was going to bring it. I said... I asked Luke. I said, Luke, do you want the dining room table? If not, I'm probably going to take it. If not, I might sell it. No, no, no. He said, no, 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 I'll take it. No, 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 no. He said, no, I'll take it. So I said, cool. I'll leave it. Because I, you know what? I'm a good roommate. And <laughs> the toolbox, the toolbox, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. There we go. I'm a good exactly. roommate. Fuck it. I'll let someone else figure it out. <laughs> I'm out to Texas, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't have enough room. Ah, oh, dude, I packed like absolute dog shit. I had plenty of room. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, the toolbox, that's a, that's a $50 toolbox you get down on Harbor Freight. Damn, but you can leave it there. I had all the tools in it, too. That's, that's um, the plan. That's the plan. I took all the good tools. Um, but and also, all the other tools got do. stolen. Luke, you need to. I know you're not on Facebook, but get on Facebook, post it on the Facebook marketplace. You put right. free, you come haul, you'll have people there in 10 minutes for everything. Right. Even those couches right. that you deem non, 
somebody oh, will dude. get those couches. I guarantee it. <laughs> nobody, nobody should get those couches. That's what I'm saying. Nobody should. I'm sure they're disgusting, but fuck. You post them for free. I guarantee you, you will have somebody there in 10 minutes. Oh, I guarantee I, I, it. Yeah, I don't doubt I it. I cannot. I cannot in good conscience. Those cou- I, I can't sleep at somebody. night. Yeah. I would lose sleep if I paid somebody $100 to move those couches and put them, put them in their house, thinking that they might put them in their house. I would lose sleep. <laughs> so so this you, is what this would understand. This is the plan. Um, that that large couch is going to go. Oh. I mean, we're just going to probably dump it. Um, that smaller couch, which isn't near as bad. and oh, That's a nice you know, couch still. Yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't really used that much. I might keep that just for the time being until I, you know, I buy a new one and then get rid of that one. Um, I'll probably keep that. I'll probably keep the dining room for now. Uh, I'm leaving the toolbox. It's in like a storage, you know, room outside. Like I'll just pretend like I forgot about it. And then also like the next tenant can use it. Um, shouldn't be any issue. Um, I'm glad you you got rid of your dresser. Cause that was going to be a bitch. We were probably going to toss that or just give it to somebody. Yeah. Um, and our friend Crystal, she just actually called me today and was she knows somebody that needs some furniture, so I might pawn some some things off to her. Um, so it's not too bad, but you know that day that was it two weeks ago, two Fridays ago when you left, I like there is still so much shit that's got to be moved out of this house that I'm not planning on keeping. I'm like you son of a bitch, Alex. Man, you know what? You got to roll the dice, and you roll the dice for me. Guess what? You lost. Yeah. 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 Jesus, who is that. this guy rolling the dice with everything in his life? Man, he's got to play craps because it's a crap shoot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. Well, he's been in the Texas for a week. Man, yeah. I, no, like I said, man, roll, roll those dice. Life happens. Life comes at you pretty quick. Any of the viewers, you know, all two or three of you, if you guys ever make it out of Houston's way, put your boy up. Nothing going on because of coronavirus, but. Yeah. How is it down there? Not to keep it going, but is it, uh, is it pretty much Reno? Some things are closed. No, it's, things... it's way, way more strict. It's more strict up here. Hmm. Oh, masks and masks really really bad like you have to have a mask 99 percent of the places i've gone um right and you know, a lot of people are uh, people are taking it very seriously down here and kind of rightfully so you know houston's definitely one of the hotter spots in the u.s right now for coronavirus um mm-hmm. I, i'm i'm still just living living how i lived up in reno you know i'm not not living in fear of going somewhere and catching it, you know, like if I need to go somewhere, I'm going to go somewhere. And I'm, if they, mm-hmm. if they ask me to put a mask on, I'll put a mask on. You know, I don't care. Um, if I go somewhere and target, I've been shopping at target a lot more just cause they don't require masks. I thought you um, hated they say, target. I do. I can't fucking stand target, but it's close he, to my house. He hates masks more than he hates target. <laughs> uh, Wait, not yeah, true. Tar- I hate, I hate, I hate Target way more. Oh, Target's Target. not not allowing masks or not not uh, making it a priority. No, they they um they put this thing over their intercom. It says masks are required in city limits, 
if you if you do not wish to wear a mask, we respect that, but we just ask that you use uh, self checkout yeah. and keep six feet away. Right, so, I'll go in there. I don't wear a mask. Now it's it's um just because like I said, Walmart's another like five minutes down the road. Now if I, I just need something really quick, Target's just a little bit quicker. Yeah. Um, at Walmart, you know, there's a security guard sitting out front saying like, "Dude, put your mask on," kind of thing. And one thing that I noticed, especially with Walmart, and it was happened up in Elk, they closed exits. They closed entrances and exits. So you can't leave out a specific way so they can guarantee that you have your mask on. My issue with that is it's like, how can you tell me I can't leave out of an exit? If it's a fire exit and it's going to sound an alarm, understandable, but this is the main exit. That's, isn't just, that a, they're and they're just, blocking it. They're directing, they're directing traffic so they can maintain their uh, mandates they have to push. My right. issue is how, with that is like, can the fire hazard of it, like if you block the exit yeah. with shopping carts or whatnot, it's like if there's a fire breakout and there's, there's Cindy Lou Who sitting by the fucking thing and she, no, sir, you can't, I'm punching Cindy Lou Who in the face. I'm climbing some cars. I'm getting the fuck out kind of thing. I'm sure, I'm sure there's like emergency protocols they have to, they have, I they have so. in place. I'm I sure there's not like fucking making it up on the spot, especially with a big corporation like that where there's right. millions of them around the world. That's going to be, they have, it's going to be calls. issues. Yeah. Yeah, I would think that they want to have a one way in, one way out kind of situation, just in, in the off chance yeah. that there is a fire, uh, active shooter, whatever it may be. But yeah, but, you know that's ever you know, like I said, a lot of places are you know dine in, and if, if you come, you know, there like I said, there's a lot of dine in places, but it's you have to wear a mask when you show up, and you have to wear a mask until you get to your table. Once you get to your table, assalamu alaikum, do whatever the fuck you want, take your mask off. Um, which right. is, you know, whatever. Most places are. I walk in, I'm like, I need a table. Like when me and my dad were here, because he's very anti mask. Um, it's just like, hey, the mask. You know, the, the sign said wear a mask until you get to your table. We just walked in. We're just like, we need a table. We're like, cool, we can get you in right now. We'd walk over and sit at our table. It's like I'm I'm infecting the same amount of people as if I sit at my table, and that little two second walk from the door to the table. You know, mm-hmm. I think it's places are no you have to have your mask before we can seat you. And some places are wear a mask. I don't care. It's, you know, it's their own. Um, hmm. I don't know. I'm just looking forward to this, this whole kind of debacle being done and me being able to actually explore, explore Houston without kind of any restrictions or, Oh fuck, do I have a mask or fuck? Like they may not be open. Like I look forward to just kind of saying like they they, they say they're open. I'm going to go down. Like their schedule is open. So I'm going to go down. And I haven't yeah. been to downtown Houston yet, so it, it's going to be interesting to see how, how they're dealing with it down there. Um, can't wait for, to see what... I mean, we didn't touch any of the talking points that we had had, <laughs> that we had discussed, but I guess it oh, just gives us more time worst. to kind of get our... Hey, man, right. I, I, love, I love these kind of podcasts where it's just us bullshitting about what's going on, you know? Just riffing. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. And it's good that, you know, we get to hear about Alex's bowel syndrome because I'm I, I'm a little upset that we haven't touched on that. People have been far. demanding it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When you're yeah. writing about it and, yeah. you know, any female that <laughs> listens to this to this podcast and looked at my Instagram and they go, like, oh, Alex is cute or Alex seems nice. They just heard about me shitting 
six times yeah, a day and how my shower yeah. was disgusting. So they're just like, God, never mind. That's just a school. Yeah. Yeah. Alex is so much more than, uh, than just his bowel movements and his hygiene. I mean, it's a Dirty good shower. portion of who he is, but not all. So there's more to him. Appreciate that. Right, I'll talk to you guys soon. We'll, uh, we'll have to get together again next week. Till next week. Yeah, till next week, boys. Yes, sir. I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye.